This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains opinionated conversation about COVID-19. If you want information about COVID-19, please visit cdc.gov. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. Stumbling upon Joe Rogan's Instagram account yesterday, he posted something that is worthy to announce on this podcast. The universe is not locally real, and the physics Nobel Prize winners proved it. Elegant experiments with entangled light have laid bare a profound mystery at the heart of reality. Now if you want to read this report, essentially what they're seeing is there's some loopholes to the universe, that parts of it aren't real, that the conspiracies of the universe and the world, particularly being a program or computer or just not real life, can be ultimately proven by these Nobel Prize winners and physicists. And if you want to look up the report, you can just type in the name Daniel Garisto, G-A-R-I-S-T-O, and the report was published on October 6, 2022. Uh, it's something to look forward to or look into if you are, in fact, into the whole conspiracy of the world not being real. A unopened iPhone from 2007 sells for $39,000. Now, that's pretty crazy price for an iPhone that essentially can't work, but I guess if you're looking into potentially selling it another 10 to 15 years down the line, there's a possibility of that phone being worth money. And if you are a Ghostbusters fan, today is the day. October 18th, 2022, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed is finally out. Now, I actually have yet to download it. Um, My goal is to, I'm filming this podcast at 1.03 this Tuesday afternoon. And I'm going to turn on the PlayStation and download it and take care of some errands which include going to the gym and getting a haircut and I will check it out for a little bit tonight uh, this afternoon when I come home and then later on after I umpire a baseball game because that's something that I do and uh, takes up time for certain months but I will come back and definitely give it a try in full length tonight I've seen reviews of it it's getting great reviews you can customize a lot of things it takes place directly after the ending of Ghostbuster Afterlife the post scenes where Ernie Hudson reprived his role of Winston Zeddemore, and Winston essentially takes over the firehouse and has all this money from a business, and he reprises the Ghostbusters, and if you watch the trailer, it is awesome, and I hope that the 2023 Ghostbusters movie basically does the same thing. It's looking like a continuation of Afterlife, which is really awesome to be into a video game, something we've seen many years ago when the Ghostbusters video game came out, Back in, I believe, 2009. And um, it's 
just something nice to have. October is a month of video games between uh, Ghostbusters and the new Call of Duty coming out. So if you're a gamer, which I am a gamer, I probably could have did a whole podcast on gaming as well. But uh, I like to add certain things like that into the news segment, including when it revolves around Ghostbusters. Now, this episode is actually going to be pretty much a touchy subject because whenever you say COVID and you speak something in regards to COVID, someone's going to have their opinion. Now, if you are an active listener to the podcast, last week on my news segment, I told you guys about a hearing that took place sometime last week where the Pfizer CEO basically admitted that if you got the vaccine made by him, which him and his company have made billions of dollars off the vaccine, that the transmission would not stop if vaccinated. Now, that pretty much went to going on Twitter and seeing what some other people thought about what was pretty much released in the news last week. And people tried to explain, like they always do when things are looking like it's right for the conspiracy theorist, that if you get vaccinated, it doesn't necessarily mean you won't catch it, it won't stop transmission, trying to sugarcoat the news, which for a lot of people knew this was going to happen when it came towards the vaccine upon a many other things that were predicted and did in fact come true, which would mean the conspiracy is not a conspiracy. Now, I've said this a few times on a couple of podcasts, especially on one of my episodes, I believe it was Free Talk Paranormal Part 2, where I kind of went on a COVID rant, but not to the extent that I'm going to go on today. But I have seen both sides of this COVID story. So I'm going to say this off the bat at the beginning of my episode. I do not take a side when it comes to anything in regards to COVID. I will tell you that in a nutshell, I believe COVID is real. I do in fact believe there are some things that were dragged on and unnecessary for the amount of time that it went on. And the only thing I will say is that you can hear me out and listen to the episode and take your opinion, which this is my opinion, based on what I am saying. Now, I going to be a little repetitive here, but I did in fact work for a hospital and this hospital was in the Bronx and I had worked there for 15 years. And when COVID hit, the department I worked in revolving around involving the hospital was school-based. So when schools essentially closed, there was no work for me to do. And when COVID hit, it was all hands on deck. So then I was then deployed to a department where I had to take the test swabs from this satellite uh, hospital or clinic that was located in the Bronx. Everybody going in there, 9 out of 10 people, were employees to the hospital I worked at. And my job became, from delivering medicine to schools that were affiliated with this hospital, to now delivering test swabs of people that worked for the hospital going to this particular satellite clinic and bring them to the lab to make sure that the employees for this hospital were essentially COVID-free and can continue working in this time of stress. Um, Upon going in there, you know, there was a lot of 
fear. Like I basically told the head nurse of the hospital that was working there that I wouldn't go inside the clinic because you're telling me people are coming in there potentially sick. Most of my day was spent in the truck that I drove, hospital issued. And when they were ready for me to do a run, I would go inside and then take the swabs to the lab, which was based in the main hospital, and then go back to the satellite clinic to continue my day of doing just that. And in time, I've got to talk to a lot of the people that were stationed and worked there. And the head nurse that worked there, which I will only drop the name of Anthony, had me and him had many conversations. And on certain days, there'd be days where he asked me for a ride to a train station. Of course, I'd give him the ride because transportation was very few and far between during the time of COVID. And one of the things I asked him when it came to the whole COVID, you know, going through it, living through it, working through it, was when do you think this will all die down? Because I guess a month in or a couple weeks in, you know, you, you start wondering, seeing that every day is the same and the death rate's going up. So I essentially asked him, I said, you know, when do you think this will end? And his words were, and this was a smart man, he said, when a vaccine comes out, but that won't be for some time because the spread rate and the infection rate is so high. And, you know, we all knew that a vaccine needed to be made for some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. So I heeded those words and sat back and continued the life of COVID. Now, this was in March. Now, we're going to fast forward this going into June of 2020. June of 2020, some doctors and scientists predicted that COVID would die down in the summer because of the heat and most sicknesses that partake in infecting people are usually in the months where it is cold, the flu and the common cold and pneumonia and things like that. And the rates did drop where people were slowly being allowed to do certain things like go out to parks and going to certain places because from February or March to pretty much the beginning of June, things were locked down. Even gyms were closed until pretty much October or September where gyms were opened. And the funny thing about gyms is people were losing their gyms and losing memberships and becoming unhealthy. And two, three months in, people were like, well, we want to go back to the gym. And there was a study that being healthy and having a good diet and healthy people weren't going to be the ones that would catch COVID and be on a respirator and essentially dying. And scientists were kind of proving that, but the news and the CDC and the WHO became the end-all-be-all speakers of what you can and can't do, including Dr. Anthony Fauci. And gym owners wanted to start opening up their gyms, and some of them did on the low and were being shut down and fined. Or when they opened in the future, you had to wear masks and so on and so forth. And one of the things, because this is why I'm talking about gym, the gym, is that they were saying that if people stayed active and healthy, that it would help fight 
COVID. And the other side, the CDC said the gym is a too populated small space area for people to go in with COVID. Now we fast forward and we see that when the gyms did in fact open up, it was going to be as a trial to see how long it would take for people to get infected. Well, within two months, it actually turned out that the people that were quote unquote conspiracy theorists that said the gym would be healthy for people, the gym, and I can't find the report, but I do recall hearing this. And if you find it, feel free to fact check me. The gym, in fact, had the lowest transmission rate of people going to the gym to work out. And this is before the vaccines. This was probably around October of 2020. They had the lowest transmission rate and the people going to the gym wearing masks, which most people had it below their nose because it's, in my opinion, this is me. I'm, I mean, I could not work out with a mask on. You're, you're lifting. You, the mask did nothing. And that's something else we'll get into. But the gyms had the lowest transmission rate of all public spaces in regards to catching COVID. Now, that was a theory that was debunked from the conspiracy theorist to the, I guess you want to say, the CDC side, that it was debunked by the gym goers and the gym aficionados that this would happen, that this wouldn't be affecting people. And it turned out that they were right. Now, we go to the masks. We were told midway that masks should be worn in outside because it would help stop the spread of COVID. Fast forward to the vaccine days where the vaccine became publicly um, able to be taken by everybody. The masks, if you took your vaccine, you didn't need the mask no more. Right, the mask was the be end all be all. You could wear the mask, you won't catch COVID, right? But people were saying that if you wore the mask, and these conspiracy theorists again, if you wear the mask, it doesn't do anything for you, especially the typical regular surgical mask. If you wear the mask, you can still catch COVID. <clears throat> and there was a test done on YouTube by quite a few people where they simply put this mask on and took a puff of a vape. And then he secured the mask to the face and then blew out the smoke. Now, people were saying, well, that's going to happen because it's vape. It's going to come. Well, they were saying that the particle for COVID that infects people, that gives them the dose to go into their body, was smaller than the, I guess, molecules or texture of the vape smoke, which essentially would prove that if vape smoke was getting out, that you could essentially catch COVID from the smaller virus being the size it was going into the mask. And now you fast forward past this controversy of wearing masks to when people started getting vaccinated, somewhere within that timeline, the masks came out that it wasn't working, that the only mask that would potentially give you a higher um, safety measure were the K95 masks or the ones with actual respirators. So now we have two stories from the conspiracy theorists that actually ended up being true. Now, the next set we go to is that, now mind you, anyone posting this stuff on social media would get 
fact-checked. It would be it became a thing to get fact-checked by social media, Facebook and Twitter, mainly Facebook. That if you wrote anything against the I would call it the agenda of the CDC or the WHO, that you would get fact-checked, counts would be suspended and you'd be basically you would be forced to refrain from posting the disinformation. So we had two things that actually turned out to be true within the non-scientific spectrum of people. The gym goers saying that it's healthier to go to the gym and the people that didn't want to wear the masks ended up being right essentially. Now this is something that I bet and put my money on that the vaccines when they came out and they were being rushed that people wouldn't want to take it because it was rushed and COVID was kind of in the midst of dwindling out on its own. I said that vaccines would become mandated and you'd be forced to take them. And I had arguments with people about it happening and people did say, well, that won't happen. When it did happen, which it came to happen first in the New York City under Mayor de Blasio, which is topic and conversation I would have to have on other podcasts. But it started with New York City with mandates. Essentially, if you did not get vaccinated, you would not be able to go into restaurants without the vaccine card and sit inside to have dinner. And if you were vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. And once you got to your table, then you were able to take off the mask. How that made any sense from stopping the spread of COVID is still a meme to this day. If you sit down, does COVID not hit you in the face because you are on a certain height now, but everyone else can have the mask on? Like, it had that work. To this day, you can't actually ask a scientist or doctor to tell you or explain this to you because it was stupid. The same thing with the outdoor street curbside structures that were made. You were outside, but you were inside, on the outside, having food curbside. Did that make sense? No. But mandates were happening. And then eventually mandates happened by President Biden, which would be 2021 now, where if you were working for a business that had over 100 employees, you had to either get a test every week or get the vaccine, which pretty much every business, because they were still in scared mode, eventually did. Now, if you didn't get vaccinated, you would be forced to lose your job or be forced to get vaccinated. And then people that were pro-COVID policies and pro-vaccine were saying, well, you have a choice. It's not like you don't have a choice. If you're being forced to put something in your body and your options are to lose your job or not get the vaccine, that is not a choice. That is a gun to your head and saying it's money in your livelihood or you put something in your body. And that was wrong. And that's not my opinion. That's just fact. That's wrong. It was rushed. It was made quickly. And we are seeing to this day on October 22nd, October 18th, 2022, I mean, sorry, that the vaccine did not, in fact, work. You were able to potentially have natural immunity, which they shunned away, instead of getting the vaccine. People who have gotten the vaccine have gotten COVID. I have gotten COVID and I'm vaccinated. People all around that got vaccinated got COVID. 
So they put a gun to people's head to force them to get something that essentially did not work. And in the beginning when the vaccines rolled out, and weeks later when people started catching it, they called this very slim chance of getting it or this happening, they called it a breakthrough case. Now, a breakthrough case is basically, oh, you got your flu shot, but you got the flu. It happens, but very, very slim. When we started seeing these breakthrough cases happening week after week, and just simply the rebuttal to it was, well, it happens. And this was another argument that I've had with some of my friends. And they says, well, it happens. And the mandate had to happen because certain vaccines are mandatory to live in the United States. But they weren't created within six months. And people were getting these vaccines and getting it. And the CDC and the WHO and the pro-COVID policies and vaccinated people were saying, well, it's a breakthrough case. Well, it turns out that months later... It was 100% that the vaccine was ineffective. People were getting COVID not once after the vaccine, not twice, three or four times people were getting it. President Joe Biden got it on two occasions and he had probably three shots in him. Natural immunity, a study came out that natural immunity, which the conspiracy theorists said, was actually a little bit better with the Omicron variant of COVID-19. So the conspiracy theorist that says, I don't want to get the vaccine, it was rushed, and it's not going to work, and they're going to mandate it, was spot on up until that point. And we even have Joe Biden himself saying something about the vaccine and the masks. Now, Joe Biden said that, right? Joe Biden said that, says very, very few people will catch COVID. Very likely, if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. If you are fully vaccinated, he said, you are very unlikely to catch COVID. Matter of fact, let's play it again for the people in the back. Very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Now, that's not true. There's also another video of, of Joe Biden saying that if you got the vaccine, you don't need to worry. There's also videos of Rachel Maddow saying it. Don Lemon. Bill Maurer. Plenty of people that says, why are you so against the vaccine? Why are you so against something you're going to put in your body that was made literally in less than a year. And there are people out there saying, no, it was already made. No, it's not. It wasn't already made. This is a different strand. Something was set up for a COVID type of COVID we know of, 
but not COVID-19. Now, one of the theories by these conspiracy theorists who were shunned upon, fact-checked, banned off Facebook for saying things, such as the gym thing, such as the mask thing, such as the mandate thing, all of which the mandate came true, the gym was healthy for you to go to, and the mask did not, in fact, work. All of these people were saying these things and essentially ended up being right. Now, when it came to COVID-19, what else did these conspiracy theorists say that essentially came true or were fact-checked? Well, the world went nuts when Donald Trump spoke and said, hey, it came from China. So it's the China virus. Well, came from a bat, right? And that was what we went with. I'm just Googling something. But that's what he said. It came, well, first it came out, it came from a bat, right? And then we find out that it was possibly leaked from a China lab where somebody's name who is leading the charge of what we can and cannot do had cahoots in, right? All the viruses that came out were named from where they came from. And this virus from China did not come from a bat. It ended up being concluded that it did come from a leak in China. So everyone went crazy when it was called the China virus. We even went to the extent of Governor Andrew Cuomo, who's no longer in the office, that the Italians were the ones that brought the virus. Okay, right. So it came from a lab in China and started over there, but yet the Italians were at fault. A lot of name blame, a lot of name pointing for something that was proven it came from a certain area, a certain country. There's diseases out there that came from different countries. And do you know what these diseases are named after? They're named after the place of origin. In 1918, 1920, the Spanish flu came out the Spanish flu and we went crazy and tried to go after Donald Trump for saying something like that when it in fact is true matter of fact that's not the only thing that people went crazy over at, about the former president of the United States he said something about Clorox or something to that extent which his words were completely misconstrued and the media conjumbled it to make him sound like he just said drink bleach. Him and Joe Rogan said that ivermectin was something that you can take to combat COVID. People went and said Joe Rogan was taking horse dewormers and that President Trump was taking things that weren't proven to work. Now, what Joe Rogan did, being a very smart podcaster, comedian, and martial artist, is took to his platform to essentially say and clear the air that he wasn't taking dewormer. He was 
recommended by a doctor to take it to beat COVID. Now, the CDC liberal side said that that is not something that will work. It is not good for you to take. Sanjay Gupta went on to Joe Rogan's podcast to have a conversation with Joe Rogan. If you don't know who Sanjay Gupta is, he is CNN's doctor that they commonly have on to interview him in regards to diseases or what was going on with COVID-19. Joe Rogan asked Sanjay Gupta why they were so against ivermectin and why they were calling it horse dewormers. And paraphrasing here, the ultimate answer from Sanjay Gupta was, I don't know why they would say that. Now we fast forward to within the last few weeks where ivermectin, not only did the Pfizer CEO say that the vaccines were essentially not going to stop transmission, but on websites, ivermectin is now listed as a treatment for COVID-19. A year and change after the vaccines were mandated and ivermectin was frowned upon. What was going on? Why did so many people predict things? So many doctors came out and were being threatened to lose their medical degree and their their practice when they spoke out against what the CDC and the WHO recommended, which essentially ended up being wrong. Two doctors came on the air and people said that they didn't, you didn't need the vaccine. And I wish I had their names and I searched for them. But they were very famous at one point during the whole COVID pandemic, that there was treatments that could stop everything. Different doctors had different sex success rates for treating patients without being vaccinated and without putting them on ventilators, using certain types of medicines like the um, Trump ivermectin or the Joe Rogan ivermectin, ivermectin and had success rates and then we were being threatened not to use them. To a point where pharmacies were were not allowing you to get your medicine that a doctor clearly put on a piece of paper prescription to get and the pharmacies were being told do not give that medication, which I'm pretty sure is against the law. Why were so many people predicting things that did in fact come true? Let's run down this list real quick. The masks not working, the vaccine not working, the vaccine being mandated, that gyms were in fact healthy, that gyms were in fact healthy because it would help you from catching COVID and essentially if you were healthy, you would beat it. Another thing that got fact checked, and if you listen, if you're in the New York area, if you listen to radio stations like WFAN 1010 Winds 104.3, a commercial that plays often throughout the day is... COVID killed 9 out of 10 people that were above the age of 55 and had pre-existing illnesses. If they had diabetes, cancer, smoked, or overweight. Way back when, 6 to 7 months into the pandemic, people were saying that the people that were dying were those people. That was fact-checked. That was put as misinformation and people said everyone was dying. And the reason these people were saying everyone was dying is in fact there were healthy people that did essentially catch COVID and die. And it's sad. And it happened. And it's unfortunate. But those were the very small percentage, even though there's people that can name someone completely healthy that did die, 
it makes up a number of somewhere between 3% of healthy people dying. But now, years later, people are saying that above a certain age and people with pre-existing illnesses, comorbidities, those are the people that did in fact make the 9 and 10%, the 9 out of 10 people that died from COVID. Now that's true, then it was not true. We also see in the time of the vaccine coming out, a pickup in healthy people dying of heart attack. Right around the same time of when the vaccines were released. Soccer players, actors and actresses. And there's a form that's saying CVDS, cardiovascular disease, is on the rise. And they give these really, really crazy reasons why, but don't say that it's from the vaccine. Sudden death in young people. Heart problems often blamed. Sudden cardiac death is swift and unexpected, ending all heart activity. Breathing and blood flow stops right away. Within seconds, the person becomes unconscious and dies. Sudden cardiac death is the same sudden cardiac arrest, CCA, due to a regular heart rhythm. Survival is possible with fast, appropriate medical care. So, Right along the same time where the vaccines were becoming available widely to everybody, we started seeing months later, young kids, athletes, wrestlers, football players, soccer players, dying and going into some kind of heart condition. Myocarditis is something that was caused in one of the brands of COVID vaccines, the Johnson & Johnson. Now, if you look and people say it's going to give you heart disease, it's going to do this, it's going to do that. It was fact-checked and it said it's only because of the Johnson & Johnson. They recalled that. Now we are seeing on the CDC website and COVID vaccines from all the companies that make it, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, Pfizer, that in fact you could catch myocarditis. And it's just pretty odd that the numbers of young people and athletes having heart attacks after they received the vaccine is being blamed on prior heart conditions, not the fact that they got vaccinated and this is all happening conveniently within the same time range of COVID, the vaccine, when it was out. It's literally in the same time path. People are dying younger with heart issues. Same start of when it was happening lines up evenly when the COVID vaccine was released. And pretty much mandated. Now, all around the United States, the vaccine mandates are dropping because little bits of information are starting to come out. And Elon Musk is buying Twitter and is going to implement complete free speech, something that people thought we had before, but we really didn't because it was being fact-checked on Twitter, almost as bad as Facebook. And now people are complaining that it's going to be ruined. Now, you're actually going to have free speech and people can't do anything about it and you can post what you want. But people on one side of politics are having an issue with it. I wonder if that's because they don't want certain information to get out because it might be true, just like some of the things I listed here on the podcast today. So 
I will leave you with this. Conspiracy theories and conspiracy theorists may sound pretty crazy at certain points, but when it came to COVID-19, a lot of the conspiracy theorists were in fact right. And you didn't know they were right until a year later or months later. But a lot of things they said did in fact come true. And then we come online to research, were these people right? And the rebuttal is a reverse psychology and a reverse science of things that happen that shouldn't happen. And I've done my research. Why the heart attacks? Like I just mentioned briefly here. Why are they happening in line of when the vaccine came out? Why people said masks didn't work back then, but then got shot down with misinformation, and now masks all of a sudden don't work. And you still people, and you still see people to this day scared to death to take off their mask, where they're wearing their mask now, going on three years. The point of the story is, conspiracy theorists can make a conspiracy out of everything, but sometimes their theory is so right, and even though they don't have a degree, if you sit and you actually are able to look up things that don't make sense, like things like the Jeffrey Epstein case, or things like how many people that were affiliated with the Clintons are dead, and you go and do your research, eventually you'll find things without having to have a college degree. And there's a lot of theories and conspiracies out there, including the fact that people and the government, the government wants to control people and have a new world order and a one world order and they were able to control people for essentially two years by using a virus that was supposedly started by a bat but then came out that it was released through a china lab which is connections to people that were telling us what we can and cannot do and that sounds like it was a test run now recently in the news report if i read it pretty sure i did a boston college has made a deadlier strand of COVID-19 with an 80% kill rate. Why would you do that? Because if this did in fact leak by accident, cough, cough, from China and did the damage it did for a two-year span, you are now playing with fire by making this in a college and it has an 80% kill rate and we still don't, you can kill me for saying this, don't have a vaccine. That works. Why would you do that? I hope this talking because that's all I'll say. Just That's where I'll end with. I hope this makes sense to certain people. Uh, it's an opinion, but the things I actually said today came from fact and factual sources and were actually true. From the gym to the mass to the vaccine to the mandates to the creation of an 80% kill rate new strand of COVID to it be cre being created in a lab to the ivermectin to the heart attacks. This is all factual stuff with a hint of my opinion. That's been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I'd like to thank the Anchor app by Spotify for giving me the cho chance of speaking to everyone about conspiracies and the paranormal. And if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the free app giving you all the tools you need to get your podcasting idea out there. And you can put your podcast on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other outlets. If you're looking for me on Instagram, my outlet name is SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.